Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, Cozy's Game Room on the Internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you once again, Corey, with another episode. I was going to say episode yes. 35 because that's the episode that it is. But, you know, sometime at some point we got to break off the bandage and just stop Dumbly. saying numbers because people can read. They know what episode well, it is. We've already said it this week, so maybe it should be uh, yeah. next week. Next, next door, ne- next next week, next door, yeah, next week. Next I'll uh, <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. Um, okay. But Corey, yeah, um, how's your week been? It's it's been a good good week. Um, lots of gaming. Um, the weather was pretty bitter cold this week, and that last just defiant grip of winter, um, shaping up to be a wonderful bit of weather here, and um, that's really nice. We are almost done with my D&D campaign. Uh, oh, I've been wonderful. DMing it for like two and a half years now. Uh, go, getting close to three, I would say, actually. And we have our final session coming up in like two weeks. We're taking next week off um, because Easter. And we have a couple people who are going to be out of town. So, uh, But that is still super, super exciting. Um, and yeah, it's good. Very nice. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. How are you, my guy? Not too bad. Busy week, busy stuff. We're in the process of trying to sell a house and trying to just do my daughter's birthdays coming up in a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. it's just, uh, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff all just kind of being packed in together at the same time. But, you know, on the, like, whether it's good or not, it's good. Things are going well. It's just a lot of busy. Yeah. It feels like, yeah. um, but you know that hasn't stopped me from playing the games, Corey. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we've uh, fortunately. I mean, you're you're still plugging along with some of the stuff you've been working on. I've started some new stuff. Yes, you finished have. Elden Ring. I. Um, <laughs> you are the Elden I, Lord. I am Elden Lord adjacent, uh, based on my ending. I think, oh, um, yeah, I, I went with the, for people who have played the game and finished it, uh, Rani, you'll, uh, you may remember her as the lady that gives you torrent. Um, I did her quest line and, uh, followed her ending. And, um, I think it kind of implies that I'm not quite the Elden Lord. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I am, I am consort to uh, the Grand Poobah of the uh, the lands oh. between. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, it um, finished up nicely. I very much enjoyed my time with it. Um, I did the the Melania boss fight. I did the wow. Mog Moog uh, Lord of Blood boss fight, um, which ironically. Um, hot take. Um, I had a lot more trouble with Mog, the Lord of Blood, than I did with Melania. Um, <clears throat> I know Melania, for people who have played Elden Ring, like Melania is kind of the 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 hot stuff right now where she is like the hardest boss in the game, kind of de facto. People are people have been losing their minds over her. Um and honestly, I th- I think I may have been a little over leveled, and I also kind of like cheapened the fight a little bit but um i didn't have a whole lot of trouble with melania um but with mog i legitimately did like he was Hmm. he was tough um so i don't know i don't know could have just been the way i was playing could have been my build i I, who knows um but just a capital g gamer that's all i've heard yeah you're just Um, good yeah, yeah, apparently. That's that's what I do. Um, but I've been playing some new stuff, namely Kirby. Uh, yes. Complete opposite of the Elden Ring, but um, we'll dig into that. And um, But first, first, Corey, um, we are recording this on April the 11th, Monday. Yes. April the 11th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A nice little afternoon. News broke yesterday, uh, April the 10th, Sunday. Um, beloved franchise returns out of the darkness. After years dormant, um, what, Corey, what, what happened? Tell us about it.
decided to, and we shouldn't be too surprised about it either because it was hinted for a couple of weeks, um, but Kingdom Hearts 4. That's right, not 3. 3 came out, surprisingly, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I don't know if you remember it. It was okay. And but Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts 3 wasn't bad. Like before you sully Kingdom Hearts, like the I I will admit this. Like when it comes to the and I think any Kingdom Hearts fan can admit this comfortably. Um if you don't, then you're just plainly wrong. But Kingdom Hearts like is some nonsense through oh, and through, yeah. especially at the way. latter half. Yeah. I mean, I I legitimately think the first couple of games have some like it leans into itself in kind of a weird way, but like there's some coherent lore going mm-hmm. on in the first couple of games. Yep, um, yep. It's whenever you get to like dream drop distance, like whenever you kind of get to that oh, point yeah. and like the time traveling stuff starts getting in, you really start branching out into like all of this other stuff. It gets a little out there. So I say all that to say like kingdom hearts three. I mean, when it comes to gameplay, like fun game, Oh, really yes. fun game, oh, yes. like spectacle, a lot of stuff. When it came to story, utter nonsense, made no sense. I and I had played through every single one of them in like a yeah. gauntlet yep. from the month before it came out. Still made absolutely no sense. <laughs> no, I mean it's you know, like you said, it is very fun. Um, its story is everywhere and anywhere all at the same time. And it's, but I think I like Kingdom Hearts 3. I would like to, I would like to state this, but I also think yeah. objectively it is an okay game, if that makes sense. I, yeah. It's one of those things where like, if you had followed the series, played all the games, um, like you were always going to play this game through and you were always going to like it because it's finally here. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I don't think, there was no way Kingdom Hearts 3 could ever live up to the expectation of itself in a game that we had waited 15 years for. Yeah. Um, and so when that's I, the funny thing too, is that <clears throat> like, I mean, I, I said long dormant Kingdom Hearts 3 came out three years ago yeah. um, and Kingdom Hearts 4. I mean, they showed a quarter of a trailer at best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not like that game's coming out anytime soon. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was 13 to 15 years between two and three. Um, so, you know, that's so long as that doesn't happen. So long as, as we're not pushing like 2032 when kingdom hearts four comes out, then we'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, I imagine the game will come out honestly next year, the year after just judging, from how Kingdom Hearts 3 was initially shown, which was just like a very short cutscene of Sora picking up the Keyblade on the beach to this being like, nope, here is like, this is, it isn't like a cutscene. This is a real-time event in the game. And yep. this is like what it will look like. I think that is very promising. And the fact like, yeah, they probably don't have much of a game done, but clearly they have like a lot more done now at this stage than they did when they first showed off 3. At least yeah. in my, from what I can tell and what I've read. So I'm very excited well, for it. <clears throat> go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Go, go ahead. No, I wasn't, I wasn't I, trying to interrupt you. <laughs> no, I mean, it's Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, I think with everyone's wanting a little bit more out of it. I think Kingdom Hearts 3's biggest folly was that over a 15 year wait, we got such a short game, uh-huh. which I think was the most disappointing thing. Not that again, not like the game needed to be like 50, 60 hours long, but it had nine worlds, um, I guess technically 10, um, and, or I guess technically like 11 or 12, if you consider like all the like adjacent side worlds you were in for like 30 minutes every now and then. Yeah. Um, but I think overall it was just kind of, a, I've waited 15 years and I've beat this game in like what, 15 hours kind of a thing. Okay. And at least that's kind of roughly what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. And, I I think Kingdom Hearts 4 would could do I don't think it need it would be okay now because it is gonna be what we assume a shorter window, but I think it needs to stretch itself a little bit more compared to what three did. Three felt so safe and so just underwhelming at times. Yeah. And, 
But I think that was also they were just wanting to wrap up this. They had a whole new <clears> idea <throat> of a the Lost Masters arc, what this is yeah. called. Yeah. And they were just really wanting to get to it. So they rushed through three, they got you there, and they're like, ha reveal! And here's Kingdom Hearts 4, which will be like the next like trilogy of games. Yeah. Well, and I mean, to not to make this whole episode Kingdom Hearts episode. We can do that at some point. If I, would <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there'd right. be enough content for it. Should we rank um, all 13 Kingdom Hearts games? I think we should. The, all I, the mobile game. Uh, I think so. Um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom uh, Hearts two wins. Sorry. You Uxius um, Unlimited Unchained. Um, I think is number one, and then yeah. and then Kingdom Hearts two. Okay. Um, okay. and then the uh, Recoded. I think that's the order, Sorry. the official. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 definitely, and you and I talked about this at the time, I remember, but it was like, Kingdom Hearts 3 did kind of feel like a slap in the face because it was, like, it did feel like they were setting, they weren't using Kingdom Hearts 3 to necessarily wrap up a story, but to lead into what they were going to do next. Because they're very much like, there was a, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like there was a major conflict arc that legitimately was just kind of like cliffhanged. Like post credit scene was like, okay, we're in the next entry. We're going to carry this along. And it was like, we waited all this time for this game and this is, this is what it is, is that is this like, because I mean, and also too, it doesn't help that in between two and three, you had all of these other games that were like, you know, they weren't mainline quote unquote, but played into the core thing. So like for me, the biggest positive in this is that, okay, they it seemed like they were ready to kind of soft reboot some Kingdom Hearts stuff, kind of lead into this new arc. If they were coming into it and it was like, okay, we're going to have this, like, there's going to be a, I mean, I know that they announced like some mobile stuff and all this other stuff too, but if it was like, okay, we're going to do like a tie-in game between three and four that's going to come out for the Vita and then, like, we're going to have this other thing that's going to be on, like, Steam. And then, like, four's coming, but you need to play, like, these other three games across, like, different systems to really get where we're going into four. Like, if they were going that direction, I would be really disappointed. Yeah. But the fact that they're hopping in, it's going to be four. Yeah, the my hope is that maybe they kind of are going to rein it in a little bit. And not that they shouldn't have like spinoffs and all this kind of stuff, but like maybe they, maybe they kind of pull it together a little bit better so that there's not as much, like there's not as much of all of this stuff to kind of keep track of. And they're not like splitting so many resources about trying to like, you know, tell just, just tell a good, like rounded, concise story, not even concise, just like tell a, tell a good story that we can like, really get into and really get behind and like not be confused about constantly. Constantly. No, constantly. No, I'm excited. I am pumped for final fantasy basically, but kingdom hearts. Cause that is exactly what the trailer looked like. Yeah. And it don't, I mean, it did feel at the end of three that they're going to start dialing back some of the Disney stuff and kind of roll a, a lot more of their own lore going forward. But it was wonderful to see that they're keeping uh, Donald and Goofy, it looks like Hades is back, and I'm sure we'll still hit plenty, not plenty, but it still hit some Disney-like worlds and areas, yeah. but it's, it does ha- have that feel of <clears throat> we are going to be making more like stylized and like grounded decisions within Kingdom Hearts. That sounds weird to say. There's yeah. two words should never be used in the same sentence, grounded yeah. in Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it definitely, I'm like, we're going to bounce around between some of their own little uh, creations with some Disney mixed in. Right. But, and they, oh. I mean, they very much kind of set that up as um, like what the plan probably 
was going into Kingdom Hearts 3 because like they had, I can't remember what it's called, but they had, it was called like Vex, Vex, Vexium Rex. I can't remember yeah. what was it called. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Verum Rex. Verum Rex. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. There's this like, there it's not really kind of a spoiler, but like there's in the toy story world, there is like an in game, like final fantasy equivalent. Um, and you kind of like play, I think you play a little bit in there at some mm-hmm. point, but then it also pops up at the end of the game too. And like shows that there is, okay, there's actually like, this isn't something that they're just meaning as like a one-off, like, Oh look, joke, joke. It's final fantasy. Like, no, they're intending for this to like have yeah. a role in the kingdom hearts world. And just nuts. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, right. And I think that that, I mean, I imagine a lot of that was kind of set up to be like that soft transition into, okay, we're going to like, create this thing that he can kind of transition into and we can get away from potentially get away from some of the, um, some of the, some of the Disney stuff in general. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm, I am all here for more kingdom Hearts stuff. Like I, I enjoy it. I've played through most of the kingdom hearts games enjoyed all of them. I mean, yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't like, I don't think there are any that I was just like, I hate this. Um, Chain of Memories isn't like wonderful, but it's not because of the game. It's more just because it's like basically just Kingdom Hearts 1 again. Um, And yeah, I mean, other like, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's, I'm excited to learn more. I mean, obviously with this kind of stuff, who knows if that's going to be, we're going to learn more in a year or if we're going to learn more in five. Um, but yeah, whenever it comes, um, I'm here for it. Probably next summer before we see thing four. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to, I do want to see some more about Final Fantasy 16 though. Could get, could get behind some of that. (laughs) Well, I do imagine we'll see some stuff soon on that. Cause that's rumored to have a release this like fall, like holiday season or like early spring next year. Okay. So. I would like to think we'll get some sort of update here in the near future on FF16. That'd be nice. I would enjoy that. Um, but, but yeah. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 4 coming down the pipeline. Yeah. But the more important thing I think at the moment is you've been playing some new games, Chris. I have been playing some new games. Um, before we do that, though, Corey, um, let's take a break really quick oh, and okay. come back to it. Yeah. Yes. We talked about Kingdom Hearts for a long time. We need a. I need a. And I need to go go to the potty. It's been it's been okay. a long time. Do your um, thing, my guy. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right back. I don't really. I just oh, okay. I just say that. I didn't know. <laughs> you never know. Um, never yeah, and we're back, everybody. Uh, Corey, you wanted to hear me talk about some games. Yes, I want to hear you talk about games because all they're going to do is hear me talk about um, my quest to become the Elven Lord. Oh, look I- at you. And uh, my strategies of triangles. Um, so, <laughs> and they've heard about that for weeks now, and they want to hear about Kirby at this point, which we did yeah. talk Kirby a couple of weeks ago, but you have gotten a lot farther now. So, yeah. So, I've been playing a couple of games. I'll lead off with Kirby because that's the most, the, the one, I mean, for one, the one that I've played the most of, and also to kind of the one we've, um, talked a little bit about here and there already. Um, yeah, I started playing Kirby last week ish. Um, after we recorded last, um, started playing Kirby and, um, now I am heading into like the fifth world. Um, I think so, which in like the first, I don't think I've done everything in the first four, but I've done like, I think I've gotten like all of the Waddle Dees. Um, I've done a lot of like the extra challenge missions and some of the like other side stuff. Um, So I've been, I've been trying to be pretty thorough about squeezing out a lot of that stuff. Um, But yeah, I mean the headline uh, Kirby and the forgotten land, it whips ass hardcore. Yeah. I front page material. I know. I'm really enjoying it. Like it. So 
which this was the thing that was getting me excited, I think, to start digging into Kirby. Because like I was hearing a lot of people kind of say, okay, beginning of Kirby, it's Kirby. Like it's fun. It's, you know, it's just, it's, it's like feel good. You know, it's not yeah, like yeah. It, it is what Kirby is. And like, you know, they would say like it, it continues to be what Kirby is, but it does like some really neat stuff. Like it does have like some legitimate hard parts with some of their challenges and stuff like that. But just in general, like, what it is like some of the spectacle of what it's creating with like the mouse mouthful mode and just the world that it's doing. Like it really leans into it in a big way. Um, in some of the later worlds and some of the later fights and stages and everything. And, um, and that was kind of like a consistent sentiment, which I am not there yet, but I can definitely say like, as the game has gone on, I think like the overall experience of like, Cause I don't, I don't feel like the game's gotten harder. Like, I don't feel like there's been this because like, as you're playing the game, you're also like one of the big things with this game is that like your, you can upgrade a lot of your abilities. So if you have like the fire ability, um, you can find a blueprint and it'll upgrade to the volcano ability and like the volcano ability will have like, it'll do the same sort of thing, but it'll do a little bit more damage. And maybe there's like a persistent burn damage or something. And it's like it, there aren't like elements that you actively need, but it's like, you're, you're continuing that power curve. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're getting, you know, if you feel kind of OP at the beginning, you continue to kind of feel that way going on just because your powers are getting stronger and you know, whatever. Um, and so it is this, like it, it, it isn't like getting harder in that regard, but I feel like, you know, some of the challenges, some of the like side challenges do feel sometimes a little more challenging and kind of harder to kind of like get to. It's not core experience. It's not something that you have to actively do, but it does feel like, it does feel worthwhile. Like if you are playing the game and you're wanting some of that challenge, some of that experience. Um, so I've been enjoying that. I've been enjoying like some of that starting to pick up a little bit more and just in general, like the overall, I think some of the worlds have gotten more interesting, like a lot more just neat stuff starting to happen. Um, and like I'm heading into, I think it's like a desert world now. Um, but like the sentiment generally has been like the worlds do kind of start to become more complex and just more like interesting to, to navigate and play with and explore. And so that's kind of been the big thing. Like, I don't think it's, it's not like this big revelation. Like I thought it was going to be this game and that, and it's actually this game. Like, it's not like an inscription sort of right. thing, but right. it's like, I mean, I think legitimately like it just, it, it knows what it is and it's doing a really good job of being what it is, which is like, you know, Kirby is all about big abilities and just big yeah. like spectacles and being really goofy and feel good. And, and I think it's doing all of those things really well and really interestingly, like it's, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. Um, the only real knock that I've had is like the, so each of the levels there are like, five essentially like objectives to get all of the total waddle D's in the level. I think they're like 11 in every level. And so you'll get three just for finishing. And then they're like, depending on, I think in some of the early levels, there are like three that are hidden in the world. And then like at this point now, like there can be like five that are hidden in the world. And then there are like secret objectives. Um, the only the only bummer has been the secret objectives because like okay. they're usually relatively inventive but they're like i said they're secret and so they'll only show so i mean you go through the level and say you don't unlock any of the secret objectives then whenever you finish the level it will reveal one of the secret objectives um so then you'll be like okay i'll go back through and i'll do that but then you'll get to the end and then it'll reveal another, another one. one. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, 
you can, I mean, in one time through, you can go through and knock all of that stuff out, but some of it's by happenstance. Some of it's like, okay, I was supposed to destroy four of these snow sculptures. And it's like, yeah, if you went through and you just like knocked it over while you were going around, then it'll pop up and it'll say, oh, this is, this is one of the secret objectives. Keep doing that. Um, but if you didn't, you have to wait until the end of the level and then you have to go back through again and then potentially have to go through again. again. I mean, there's some again, levels that I've gone again, through right to get all of the waddle D's. I mean, there's some levels that I've had to go through like three or four times just because like, I don't, I'm having to like progressively un, like figure out what these are. Right. So that's been a little bit of a bummer. Like it's cause I mean, most of the levels you can get through pretty quick. If you're like, if you're not exploring, you can just like, beeline it if you know like what you're going for um so it's not a huge deal but that's been the only bummer is like it i wish like i wish at least whenever you finished it like it would show if they want to keep them some of them secret at least when you finish it the first time just show them all just like pull them all up let me see them so i can go back there on the second time and just be on the lookout for everything instead of having to go through three, four, five times. Um, but again, that's just me for wanting to get all of the waddle D's. If you just play through the game, um, that's not, that's not an issue. Um, but yeah, other than that though, I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really just kind of charming, feel good. Nice to play. Um, I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Absolutely lovely right now. You're coming. Yeah. Well, because I was in the same boat as you playing Elden Ring and Triangle Strategy at the same time. And Triangle Strategy was tough. And when it wasn't tough, it was also just heavy and thick with narrative and, you know, hard choices and stuff like that. And then Elden Ring is just, yeah, Elden Ring is just Elden Ring. I mean, it's, you know, what it is. And, um, yeah, going into Kirby and having just kind of like a nice experience of just playing a game and getting to wander around and just experience a game. So just being pushed constantly. Like, yeah. Um, it's been kind of nice. nice. So, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Shout out to Kirby. Um, I have it and I plan to play it. After <clears throat> probably teeny or tiny Tina's. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. Tino's pizza. Exactly. That one, that game. <laughs> Here it's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing that, and then um, I picked up. Uh, are you familiar with Weird West, Corey? No, I saw this in like our pre-show notes, and yeah, um, I was like, never heard of this, but <clears throat> I am about to. So I had not heard of Weird West. Came out like right at the end of March, like March thirty-first. Okay. Oh, so um, it's a new game. Yeah, very new. Um, but I started seeing a lot of reviews about it and then a couple of podcasts I listened to mentioned it. And like, you know, the general, I think it's been getting like around an eight, like a, like seven, five, okay. eight. Like it's not, okay. it's not like this runaway thing, but there's been a lot of sentiment where it's like, okay, this is potentially like one of the best 7.58 games that you could play. Like, and by that, it meaning like, it's kind of a mess at parts and it's kind of a weird thing, but like if you can put up with some of it, it's really, it can be really cool. Um, and the big thing that did it for me was, so it's made by a studio, I think called Wolfheart studios. Um, and one of the, I don't know his role, but he's one of the leads in, he may be a lead like developer um, or maybe like a producer or director, but he um, was pretty involved in like the Dishonored games, the Prey. Um, So he was at Arcane. And and so this, like when you look at it through that lens, you can see a lot of that influence here, like partially from the art style and also from the fact of like what it is as a game. because what it is as a game is it's an immersive sim um, in the same way that Dishonored is and games like that. But it's kind of like it has like the Diablo camera angle ish. So it's pulled back um, and it's like an action game a la like, I mean, it's, it's virtually kind of like a twin stick shooter in a way. Okay. Um, 
so it's it's very actiony and um kind of leans into that but has a lot of the narrative components of something like a dishonored or something okay. like that okay. um so and the whole the whole premise of it too is that like you're playing a character um who I'm not at a point in the game where I have much context of this, but essentially at the very beginning, you are like, you are sent into the body of this woman um, who used to be a bounty hunter. And so essentially, like, I think the conceit of the game, because across the game, you play as one, you play as five different characters across the game. Um, that all exist in the same world. And essentially like you, like the, the, like the proper capital letter you, you are, um, what's the word? Um, you are being sent at different points, I guess, into these different people. So at first it's this woman, then it's a pig man, then it's a werewolf, then it's a, like a Native American man, you know, like, so you're being, your consciousness is starting, is inhabiting these other characters. You are the same person, but you are going into the bodies and experiences of different people across the game. Um, yeah. And it's not like, it's not choice based. So you're not choosing one of them. From what I understand, it's very much like you play through the, the woman, at the beginning, you play through her arc, then you go to the next arc, then you go to the next arc, and it all like tells a cohesive story across it, um, from what I understand. Um, but that's that's kind of the the thing of it. So like you're you're going in and you're playing. They all have like different play styles and whatever, but you have some shared skills that are being transferred between them. And and also from what I understand, like each of those characters exists in the world. So you're potentially running into them or partnering up with them or, you know, whatever, like you'll run into who you were playing two hours ago and like recruit them into your posse and go run down a gang. Um, But the, so it is legitimately kind of a mess to play a little bit because like it's, um, it very much feels like a game that was made with PCs in mind. Like it's very like the, the combat like immediately feels very like I need a mouse to be actually aim well to do this well. Um, and it gets better. Like I feel like I can, I can do fine. Um, but it, at this point, like has not, does not feel good. Um, and I think that that's just the combat across it. Like it's, it's just like, it's probably the worst part is the actual combat. Um, but the big thing for me, and it was the big thing for me with Dishonored is the big thing I mentioned it last week with Deus Ex. Like the big thing about this genre that I love is the like open-endedness of things, like right. being able to tackle a situation in a lot of different ways and things just play out very organically. Um, so case in point, like most recently I entered a town that, um, I needed information from this guy who was locked up by a local gang, um, to help find my husband. And I can't get in to see him. But, um, you know, I find out that, okay, I can give this guy at the front some laced wine and knock him out and sneak in through the front door. Um, I could like, yeah, they're the gang has like good, um, they view very kindly on people who are like good at duels. So I could like challenge a member of their gang to a duel in the streets. And if I beat them, they might invite me inside and I could go do that. Um, I could stack a bunch of barrels on top of each other and just climb up on the roof and (laughs) sneak in maybe. Um, and like, that's the, that's the thing. Like I I could also just start shooting people and then just like, you know, let's go, let's, let's go in. Like, let's come on. Um, but like, that is, that's the big thing kind of going throughout it. It is like stealth. Yes or no. Uh, 
uh, pacifist run? Yes or no? Like you can, you can do all of these things. You have the option to do all these things. Some are more valid than others. And some are like, you have more tools to get it done than others. But like just the fact that like you're going through, you're making these decisions, you're making these choices, you're building relationships and you're choosing to save this person or do this thing. And like, you know, then it's coming back. Like, you know, you, killed my gang leader so i'm gonna show up randomly whenever you're you come into this town and try and gun you down like just this kind of like branching stuff that happens organically um that's the neat part about the game that's the thing that i'm having a lot of fun with and also too like the narrative is starting to kind of pick up somewhat to where it's like okay there's there's a little bit because i mean obviously the core narrative is what who you are, like why you're being sent to travel between these different people. Um, But at least like for me, the only thing that I've gotten so far is just kind of like this woman trying to find her husband, like her specific story. So I haven't gotten like a huge kind of great sense of the whole like overarching thing. So I can't really speak to that, but it's starting to pick up starting to get interesting and a lot of that stuff starting to kind of come together. Um, it's just in general, like it feels, it feels legitimately kind of clunky. Um, it feels not great to shoot. (laughs) It feels like, um, it's just like, it's, it is one of those things. I, I agree. Like it is one of those things where if you read reviews on it and you look at it and you're like, okay, I think despite some of this, like this, like, I I don't know. I was going to say scuff, this guff, this, the, uh, whatever the crap. Yeah. If you, um, if you can kind of look past some of those things or if you think to yourself, okay, like if this came up, I could, I could tolerate it. Like it's whatever. Then I think it's worth playing. And that was the thing that got me to pull the trigger and buy it was because I was like, I was like, this sounds legitimately interesting to me. Like I played Deus Ex. I platinumed it. That thing was glitchy as hell, but I still like (laughs) loved it. And I was like, okay, I think I can put up with some of those things. And that's the, and that's kind of where I am with it is like, I, I can't speak to like, is this game amazing? Is this game like whatever, but it definitely has the feeling of like a cult classic sort of game where it's like, no way is like are is it going to be this widely renowned like everybody must play this game this is just this is even even to the sense of like dishonored like dishonored things like that feel way more polished and better honed than this game but it definitely like i think there's a lot of cool stuff here that's worth playing and worth kind of like navigating and seeing because it is like it ha- it has been fun. Also, too, if you just love the Wild West, like if you like games like that, it's very Wild West, but also with weird stuff, like as the title implies, because like you'll run into, from what I understand, at some point you play as a werewolf for one, but like yeah, casual, yeah. Um, but I mean, there are supposed to be like there are witches. Um, there are. Like the arc that I'm on right now, there's kind of like a local gang that's gotten in with this, like they're called sirens, but they're essentially kind of like a, maybe like a on foot mermaid in a way. Like they have kind of like a, they have kind of like a bestial, like kind of wolfish reptilian kind of look, but they also are cannibals. Um, so (laughs) yeah. Um, but it's also a normal thing. Like, it's not this like, Oh my God. Like who knew who knew it's like, Oh yeah. These, that that guy, he's a werewolf. Like we, we know him. Like, um, it's very much ingrained in this world that like this weird stuff, quote unquote, is a thing. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, I think it sets itself up as being interesting. Um, and if you like, if you like the wild West, if you like kind of some mixed fusion, like fantasy, dark fantasy stories, if you like, um, stuff, I would even, I mean, in some respects, I would kind of compare it a little bit to like divinity, original sin, okay. like in yeah. some of the, because it does have a lot of the, um, 
even in the combat, like it has a lot of that stuff where it's like um, using the environment. Like there's oil, so you might try and set it on fire or it's raining. So now if you were to, um, it's raining, so now that guy's wet. So if I were to hit him with like an electrified bullet or something, then he would take like a ton yeah. of damage yeah. like that kind of stuff there's a yeah. lot of like playing with the environment and playing with some of those things um so if like if you like those things i think it's worth trying um because i mean I'm, I'm having fun with it i think it's i think it's good like it's um i mean i i can't say that it's going to be like my favorite game of all time but i'm enjoying it a lot so well i i have never so I've never played any of the Dishonored games, but how you describe this game sounded exactly like a Dishonored game. So checks mm-hmm. out. Also, considering because it's the develop uh, or like when the leap um, leads from those games. But yeah, yeah. Describing it in the divinity, uh, like divinity sin, like world, and like mm-hmm. that idea, I think makes you more like likely to play it. Like, oh wait, I didn't play a ton of divinity sin. I, I put in like a fair chunk, like I think 15 ish hours, never finish it just because it, it is also a huge, huge game. And also it that when I started playing it, Baldur's Gate three was announced and they were showing all the yep. stuff with that. And I'm like, OK, here's a game coming that I know I will understand more of the world of and the mechanics of. And I would rather play that when that comes. And so I think that's why I bounced off Divinity at the time. but. If thinking of this weird West game in that realm makes me more likely to play it, that makes sense. Yeah. So you um, might have gotten me with that. <clears throat> yeah. We'll see. I would just recommend, I mean, to you, to anybody, um, watch some videos, like yeah. see it being played, read some stuff, um, because like it, it will feel... Um, if you play it on PC, like it, it may not, like it may feel a little bit more natural on console. It does feel like kind of difficult to navigate some of the, like some of the systems and, and things, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I am enjoying it. I, I can give a, a cautious recommendation that, uh, people should, people should play weird West. So. Well, we will see for me down the line. There's there's a lot yeah. on on my list, so it might sneak its way in there. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a. It's on I, I think it's like it's a far likelier buy, but yeah, and it's not. Oof. It is on um, PS4, um, and I guess Xbox, and then PC primarily. Um, I guess it's possible that it could come to Switch. I would be surprised anytime soon but who knows i don't know i mean divinity's on switch so exactly yeah. so we'll see yeah Maybe. yeah but uh yeah that's the that's the main stuff i've been playing Corey, um how's uh how's elden, elden ring treating you going well uh, yeah, you done uh, yet no um so i am working through triangle strategy still i'm on chapter 14 or 15 out of 21 22, okay i think so um a little over halfway right at the three fourth mark really digging it i have a tough decision to make granted it's not a tough decision in my opinion but i understand like why it is a tough decision like they laid out the ultimatums for me i'm like oh hell no am i doing that one no that's just morally wrong kind of a thing and i'm like i didn't even entertain it um but it's still good still enjoying it combat definitely got uh, i think a lot tougher I would say at the chapter nine mark, I think at least for me, that's when it made that turn from where like, Oh, like there was the brute force and there was like a little bit of tactical tweaking. And then it was like chapter nine. I was like, no, this is like, you gotta, you really have to figure this out now. And yeah. I appreciated that. Uh, so I'm really digging it. And then Elden Ring, I have slayed the Agile Lake dragon. Okay. Boom. Look He's at you. Dead. I owned him. And Look at you. You killed the easiest dragon in the game. Exactly. You fool. I cheesed it too, <laughs> sort of. I just rode around on Torrent and would just wait for him and like just ride behind him, spam my magic because I had my big Papa Knight. Big Papa Knight is legit. And oh, yeah. um, just like he basically tanked the whole fight and I just spammed magic from a distance. And I have also, 
um, felled Godric the Grafted. And, oh, you know, clap, 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 snap, snap. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that guy. Um, <laughs> Uh, honestly, I've, I found uh, Margit harder than him. Um, yeah, with I, which I agree with uh, Godric. It was the the only thing that would keep tripping me up was um, in his second phase because I almost put there's like a move where he like pushes towards you with a kind of a big area of effect attack that just one would get me every time. And I tried summoning some people to help me out, but I realized if you summoned someone else and um, you couldn't summon any of your ashes. So I was like, well, no, like okay. my, my knight and my wolves generally like help me get like Godric down. And then I was roaming around and found an NPC who was willing to fight with me. So spoilers, I guess. Well, should have said that like 15 seconds ago, but um, <laughs> I had them come in and help me while well, I could also summon my ashes, uh, my, my knight, big Papa knight. And they both just tanked the fight for me yep. and yep. made it yep. infinitely easier. So if you're playing Elden ring and having trouble, use your resources. They're there for a reason. Don't fall into the idea of get good that a lot of people have with these games. Like this game rewards you for, your exploration and your creativity. So embrace it. Yes. And so, yes, I am digging it. I'm now past Stormvale out exploring, doing my things, um, just enjoying being tarnished at the moment. I've done a couple other you things. You should enjoy being tarnished. You know, taking a cat, taking a castle, activated my great rune. Um, met a couple of new NPCs, a couple of side quests, stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, still lives up to the hype. Um, and yeah, it's, it's fun. I just wish I could find a better sword. I did find the meteorite staff out in uh, Khaled, which that place is creepy. Okay. Place is yep. super creepy. And uh, <laughs> um, that's a really cool staff. And I like it. I would like to have a cooler sword though. So if anyone knows where I can find a nice dexterity-based um, sword to partner with that, uh, that would be wonderful in the areas that I'm in because my short sword low-key sucks. Also, I had no idea how to use my Ashes of War, and so I had the blood um, like Ashes of War attached to my short sword, and yeah. I just assumed, okay, after a couple of hits, they do like this burst damage with it. Like, oh, that's cool. And it was in the middle of the Godric fight. I accidentally hit L2. And I mm-hmm. did the, like, the motion where you cut your hand. <clears> like it's the stream of blood. And I'm like, holy crap, what was it? That was a lot of damage. And I spent probably eight hours with that equipped, never knowing that that did that thing. So go yep. me. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's incredibly interesting, just kind of the range of skills and just weapons in the whole game. Like, um, honestly, like for me, cause I, I was running very similar to what you were doing very early on where it was more dexterity and also had intellect and was kind of casting some spells and doing some of that. Um, and so really just kind of ran with some basic dex scaling, uh, weapons yep. and such. Um, but partway through I switched, I got rid of most of my intellect and went more faith and ended up like falling in love with the weapon. I'm not sure if you have it yet. I think it's down in the weeping peninsula area, but it's the, um, the winged scythe. I do. Have um, that. Yeah. Yeah. So I started playing with that, um, literally used that, um, <clears throat> Literally, I mentioned earlier the the Mog, the Lord of yeah. Blood fight, used that in that fight. Because cool. like the weapon that I was using most of the time, he just had huge resistances to, and I was doing next to no damage. Um, so I ended up pulling that out and was still using it actively at the end of the game. Like wow. just completely kicked ass like loved that weapon so much um so yeah there there's a lot of cool stuff out there um i think it just takes like some of that i think it takes kind of pushing through some of that um like 
not, not, I don't know the word. <laughs> I think it takes pushing through some of those biases, I guess, like, cause I was very used to, okay, I'm going to play shield and sword. Right. Like that's what I've done. Um, and so really kind of based a lot of things around that and ended up um, trying like some dual wielding stuff for a little while that didn't really stick. Um, ended up, I mean, for most of the end of the game was doing um, actively a scythe in one hand and faith magic in my left hand. Like what, nice. like completely <laughs> abandoned guarding <laughs> just as a concept in general. Yeah, I, I, I did for one. most of the game. Yeah, I keep yep. a staff in one and sword in the other, and I just dodge and have like very light yeah. armor, and it's worked for me pretty well so far. So yeah, yeah. Um, so it's amazing, just kind of like I, th- I think whenever you push through some of that, like accepting that okay, like I could really fall in love with this spear, maybe, yeah. or this whip, like just trying some different stuff and just kind of seeing like how it sticks and how it feels with you because the weapons feel so different that like I think you have to kind of try different stuff and see um, because that matters more than I think most things is just like how the weapon feels to you. Um, So, so yeah, Um, if you get some of that faith up, uh, try the, try the winged scythe. Well, uh, I bought my faith up so I could use the healing spell. Um, And so I primarily like allocated my flask. I have six flask. I've allocated like four or five of them to just magic. One for healing okay. and like my wondrous to also heal and stamina boost. And so I picked up a little more in faith just so I could like pop some healing spells on myself instead of having burn yep. flask and just use more magic. So yeah, I like it. It's working well Very for nice. me at the moment. Yeah. Game's good. It's really good. Um, I like it. Yeah. And so, but this week I'm hoping I would like to probably get in or boot up Tiny Tina's. I know I want to do it this past week. I think I'm going to do it this weekend. I did also watch a ton of the Masters this weekend, uh, which I'm not, I don't watch a ton of golf, but I always watch the Masters and something about it just gives me that um, old man calling of like, yeah, should I? Should I? Should I golf? Should I go? (laughs) No, I should not do that. That's yeah. But then uh, again, I hear that music play and I'm like, should I? (laughs) <laughs> I've yet to do it. So that's where we are. Honestly, like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Like I've gotten to, I have never in my life swung a golf club in any sort of like non putt putt like capacity. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and I have family. Like, I mean, we live in the South. It's very much, I mean, oh. I know it's like this a lot over America, but like in general around here, like, you know, well-to-do businessmen, that's just their thing. They're going to yep. golf yep. any chance that they get. And that's kind of, that's always been the biggest, biggest turnoff for me is just like, it seems like such a commitment. Like it seems like the, it's oh, it so much of their lives is golf that I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to entertain the idea of maybe trying golf because like, I don't want it to be that much a part of my but I've definitely gotten to a point as I've gotten older where I'm like, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to like, it's that old man kind of be into golf. Your bones are like, <laughs> I need it. And so I, yeah, I used to play golf up until about a decade ago. I'd play in high school. Okay. One of my best friends, he played and he was extremely good. Still is extremely good. Played in college at a like division one level amateur tours, all that. Very good. Okay. Um, and I would get smoked every time. Um, and I was bad because golf is a very tough sport because it, like, if you're bad at golf, or even if you're kind of average at golf, you're bad at golf. That's, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. It's a very technical sport, and it requires, like you said, like, time and effort for you to, like, be able to go out and play, like, a round of golf and not, like, want to beat your head against a tree. Um, <laughs> So, and also like a round of golf playing 18 holes, it's going to take you even on carts. And unless and if you're with a group of people, it's going to take you like four hours more than yeah. likely, especially with other people yeah. like out on the course. Like it is a commitment. Now I say that and I watch a four hour episode of critical role and think nothing of it, but it's yeah, different. Yeah. Sort of. Oh yeah. 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 But, it's, it's completely different. So, but the, well, it's safe to say I have my, my bones feel the, the longing. 
somehow, some way. Uh, yeah. But this yeah. weekend, I should be able to play some Tiny Tina's instead. And I'm um, hoping to get like just a, some some ways into it so I can just know what it's all about. I want to play it. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I almost picked up Tiny Tina and Strangers Paradise. Um, the Target was having like a big sale um, recently where it was like, um, it was one of their like big buy two, get one free things. Um, and I had tiny, tiny Tina's and stranger of paradise in there. I ended up just getting three switch games that I had been looking to get for a while because like at the end of the day, I mean, it sounds bad, but it's like switch games, Nintendo games in general are only going to go up in price. (laughs) Correct. We're going to go down unless they're like a third party something. Right. Um, and with some of this, I was like, it's like, these are like in, in a couple of the cases, it was like, these are kind of older. I've been meaning to get them for a while. If I don't get them right now, they could like stop printing it. And then mm-hmm. like, I'm having to buy it in a year for like $200. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't want to do that. Whereas like in a couple of weeks, Strangers of Paradise is going to be like 20 bucks at Best Buy. <laughs> well, especially once the new PlayStation um, subscriptions hit, I guarantee you that's like going to be on there. Like Par- Strangers yep. of Paradise, especially. So, yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I ended up picking up a couple other things. I want to, and also too, like I knew, I was like, if I pick up these, I'm going to play them. Like, immediately I'm playing this other stuff. So like they could very well go down in price before I actually get around to playing them anyway. Um, so I put it off, but yeah, I would like to stuff, stuff will start to slow down here in, um, little while, you know, there's going to be fewer, like big must play games coming Mm -hmm. out. So there'll be more opportunity to kind of dig into some of that, but yeah, 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 yeah. But Corey, um, I think that's a show. I think so. Unless you have anything else. No, that's about it for me. Wish me luck on no. my soccer game here in a couple hours. So yeah, I'm sure we'll lose, but you know, it's all about yeah. having fun, right? Your, your bones are, your bones are old. Should be sticking to golf, but yeah. you do you, man. I'll, I have decisions to make. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what, um, relatedly, I, my daughter has been really into me throwing her like kickball into a tree. Yeah. Um, just into the branches and as you might expect to get stuck of course. <laughs> a number of times. Um, I have never felt as old as I did. Um, than whenever I've been trying to climb that tree oh, and it. get that ball, yeah. like trying to pull my fat ass up a tree <laughs> at my age, like makes me feel, I, I was like, nothing has made me want to lift weights more than me trying to climb the tree because I felt like I was going to die. Tell you, man. Hey, hop on that Peloton app, get you a pair of 15 pounders and just go to work. Yeah. Yeah. I need to with the new house, like the new house that we're hopefully going to get, um, we'll have space to be able to do something like that. So I'm definitely, um, definitely looking forward to hopefully being, being able to do that. So it's a lot of fun. It's a nice little yeah, 30 yeah. minute activity. Oh yeah. Yeah. But not today. Today's about oh. soccer. Restful. <laughs> Don't go riding a bike before soccer. Rookie mistake. Exactly. Um, but Corey, uh, in the meantime, after you play soccer, um, if people, or while you're playing soccer, if people want to find you on the internet, um, leave you some nice messages for you to come back to, um, where can they find you? They can find me over at, uh, hash slinging thrasher on Instagram or stay thrashy on Twitter, or as always follow us at arcade underscore cozy at our Twitter page. We have been, I have been a little inactive because life is, um, but my hobbies shouldn't have to be. So I should 100% get back on. I've been taking tons of screenshots of Elden ring. Yeah. I should just yep. go and be like, Hey, here are my, little photos I found. Here's my photo album of Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's where they can find me. Where can they find you, Mr. Chris? You can find me at 
Four Point Pixel on Instagram, at uh, Swiss Von Joe on Twitter, and uh, at Arcade Cozy on Instagram. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to send us some mail, if you want to talk to us via the email, um, arcadecozy at gmail.com is where you can do that. And of course, um, intro music by Johnny Be Good 89, always a friend and oh, a yes. fan, and we love him. Yes, we um, do. And love his music. Yeah. So, and yeah. then if you like the show, uh, if you like our, our podcast, our sweet voices, go um, like, review on wherever you listen, and just, you know, sh- share the show with any, anyone that's yeah. that likes um, gaming. We would love to love to hear from them, love to hear from you. And yeah, that all, that's always the best way to, I don't know, keep everything cozy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you got to share the cozy with everybody. The world, the world is hectic. Um, you need to share our podcast with them. That's going to be our new tagline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. Um, but yeah, Corey, I'm, I hope you have a good week. I hope everybody else has a good week as well. Um, and uh, yeah, keep on keeping on with the the Elden Ring. I, I think you're, you're getting there. Oh, you I got am. it. I, I'm definitely you're over like the first like mountain, and now it's like in a valley for a bit as you approach mm-hmm. the next one. It's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll 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 probably cruise for a little while till you hit some somewhere around Radon. Yeah. We'll we'll probably be the next <laughs> kind of yeah. We'll kind of kick you in the face, but yeah. you'll be all right. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Corey, the, this has been Arcade Cozy. Uh, life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? Yeah, I remembered it. Woo! Yay! All right, bye-bye. Have a good one.